Welcome to the CCF Podcast. We're a campus ministry at Truman State University. This podcast features sermons from our weekly worship services. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to our last Wednesday podcast of the semester. This is Leah Deeker, one of your women's ministers here on staff at CCF. I'm so glad that you are tuned in with us today. Um, even though it's our last podcast um, episode, be on the lookout for content on our Instagram that will be released um, on Tuesdays throughout this break. So we will still be, I don't know, um, in contact with you, I guess, through that medium. Um, we are doing a Q&A, as promised with yours truly today. So some people sent in questions and I'm just going to answer them. There are 10 of them, what a sweet number. So I'm just gonna hop right into it. I'm so glad first that someone did ask me to drop my skincare routine. Um, I think it seems like I'm much more into skincare slash no, more importantly, know more about skincare than I actually do, which I don't. I know that um, there's a lot of science behind it and I don't know that so that will I'm not going to address that but anyway I'll get into it so in the morning I have two routines I have a morning one and an evening one in the morning I will wash my face and then um, use like a spot treatment for acne and then right now I after I do that I use um, a Caudalie brand set of three products the first is a serum um, for my face and neck and then the bottle says a moisturizing sorbet that's the second step which is like a moisturizing lotion and then it includes a spray which I do spray my face because it feels really nice and I'm not sure that it does much but it feels good so I do it um, ideally I would put sunscreen on after to protect your face that's a really important step but right now I'm not doing so at nighttime, after I wash my face, I use um, two products um, that were gifted to me by my mom. The first is a softener, and the second is an emulsion. I don't know what's in these things. All I know is that they make my face very soft, and in the morning when I wake up, it um, is very smooth, and the complexion is very smooth, so I like it. And the brand is RG2. I think it's a Korean brand. Um, that's my skincare routine. I just, you get one skin in your life and one skin on your face. And so it's best to start taking care of it early. Um, the second question from Keeve, Keevan says, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Besides your ability to make sweet cinnamon rolls. That's so, that's so sweet. I do love making them. Um, I don't know, this is kind of a lame answer, but I think out of any of the generic superpowers, I would choose the ability to fly because I think it would be cool to like be above everything and see, um, just to see from a different um, viewpoint from way up high. Um, yes, that is the answer to that. Paul asks what music I recommend. But if that's already been asked, what's the trick to asking good questions? So first, for music, it hasn't been asked. So Paul, I'm answering for you. I do recommend 
Um, Max Richter, he composes music that is just instrumental, but it is so good. It's very slow, very chill, very like stringy oriented, but yes, very good. A good taste of him would be, um, if you check out his NPR tiny desk concert, um, he also does film scores. I also recommend Justin Bieber's new music, like anything from 2020. Um, the song Mood is a bop that I love. It's so fun. Um, I also, last one, oh no, there's two more. I also recommend Porter's Gate if you are one of those people who is into listening to like Christian music. Um yeah, I like their style and they have very good lyrics. So I do recommend Porter's Gate. And then last one, Big Red Machine. If you know Justin Vernon of Bon Iver and Aaron Desner of The National, which is one of my favorite bands, they um, collaborated and they have a band called Big Red Machine. It's also kind of chill. I just really like chill music. I'm not a really big like boppy person. Um, yeah, that's my go-to. So the trick to asking good questions, ah, that is an interesting one. I would say find people who are good at asking questions and just like run with them, um, listen to the questions that they ask. Um, you, I think it is a skill maybe that you have to develop and cultivate if that's I don't know, something that you're interested in. So practice asking questions and um, that is a way to cultivate curiosity because maybe I think that is a way that you can become better at asking questions. Yes. Mm, I don't know if I have anything more to say on that besides surrounding yourself with people who ask good questions. I find that it's sometimes helpful too to start with like what you know of a person. If you're talking about asking good questions about a person or if you're trying to like ask a question about like content that you've read or you've taken in is to start with something that they've said or something you know of them and to ask a question based off of that. Um, so being as specific as you can. Gretchen asks, what has been your favorite thing that you've baked or cooked this past semester? Wow, I will say that I think I realized I enjoy cooking more, like I enjoy that process more, like that is more restful for me, but I enjoy eating baked things more. Um, yeah, so the favorite thing that I've cooked has been, well, I think it was the experience that made it. It was um, cooking dinner with my two sisters and my brother like a month ago. We were at his house and um, we made something that he makes all the time, which is like fried rice, basically. And so he was like the master chef, and me and one of my other sisters were the sous chef, so he would just tell us what to do, and we'd do it. And <laughs> all the while, my other sister was sitting in this hammock just playing guitar and entertaining us all time. And once in a while, because my brother has a few instruments lying around, um, like one of my other siblings would like, pick up an instrument and play but it was just like a very pleasant time and the dinner tasted good and we were really proud of it because also I don't know that we'd ever really cooked together before slash I don't think of any of us really as like I don't know seasoned cooks and so that was just a fun thing to do together um 
the favorite thing as far as like that I've tasted that I've baked um, was this blueberry ginger tart that I made um, midway through the semester. I love blueberry and I love like pie type things. Oh, it was so good. Um, moving on, what is something that you have done recently that made you feel proud of yourself or that you celebrated? I really like this question um, because it does kind of get you to think about feeling like good about what you've done, which I can't say is a practice that I have done much this semester, um, but I do like the idea of it and of celebrating but I do have an answer. Um, yesterday, actually, I was in the middle of doing an insanity workout with Nate. Shout out um, for being a workout buddy. Um, and in the middle of it, it was like a really hard workout. If you know, Shanti goes nuts. But um, I was like, we we're in the middle of doing it. And I was thinking like, I remember when like in the middle of this, well, at the beginning of the summer, like the first time I had done it, like I couldn't do a set without stopping and because it was, it was just so much and I was so tired and so I would have to like stop in between and then this time around I just was thinking about how it was cool that like I didn't feel as tired and I could tell my body was getting stronger which like feels good and I was really proud of that because also that like took a lot of work like there were a lot of really humid days that we um had to like do those workouts in order to get to the place where like it wasn't as hard. Um, so I was proud for making it through that workout. Okay, moving on to the next question. Uh, tell the people more about teacher Leah. Okay, and did you enjoy teaching? Why? What did this role teach you? And do you miss it? This is like a forfer. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, before I came to work here at CCF, I taught eighth grade social studies in Independence, Missouri. Um, so that's where I taught, and I only taught for two years, and it was a time. I did enjoy teaching a lot. It was very hard, but... I enjoyed the process of like coming up with lessons. I enjoyed like studying the content that I had to teach and I learned so much. And so it was very formative in like, yes, it was very formative in that I learned a lot about like our history and in that about the world and like how people tend to operate and um, just like trends and themes. So yes, I did enjoy it. Um, I enjoyed interacting with students who are like just trying to figure out life most of the time when they were being like sweet and good it was more enjoyable than when there were kids who just like you would try so hard to connect with them and they just were like nope and rejected it. Um, I found incredible purpose in teaching um, yes and I found it a very important task and I think that's part part of what I really liked about it and I really liked doing that alongside like a great team of teachers like I was really thankful and blessed to have that I lucked out so hard with that teaching job uh, because I don't think it's common to find like a very good um, 
team of teachers that you get along well with and that support you well as long as well as with an administration that supports you well. Um, what role, what did this role teach me? I think something that I had to learn time and time again was that um, I can do my best and give like a hundred percent and that doesn't mean that like people will receive that and so it's important to like set realistic expectations I think that is one thing set realistic expectations for people it certainly hardened me in some ways and I think I got to see a little bit more of the reality of like how some people operate um yes anyway I loved looking into like a sea of faces and seeing just like a lot of potential and being able to share like what I learned and know with them not just through me like telling them but through like ex creating experiences in the classroom that would hopefully point them to something um that is what I miss, but also, like, I am glad that I am not in that position right now because a pandemic definitely changed things, and that's not to say that, like, I look at college students and don't see potential because I sure do, man, um, it just looks different. Also, I, as far as if you're curious as to, like, what kind of teacher I was, um, that definitely depended on the time of day because in the morning I was crazy. I had so much energy and I like, I think especially in my second year had a great um, second hour class. And so they gave me energy, but then by the end of the day, man, I think it was a different story, but I think overall, like generally like pretty positive. I was also very pushovery. Like I was not great at telling kids how it was. Um, Rachel says, talk about Catholicism. Wow. So I grew up Catholic, almostly just kind of talk about my own experience. I went to a private Catholic school through sixth grade. I celebrated their seven sacraments in Catholicism. So basically like seven, I'll say rituals that you go through, um, seven sacraments, like communion, and first communion, reconciliation, marriage is a sacrament. There's also um, for priests, that's a separate sacrament. Um, baptism is a sacrament. Um, it's very liturgical and um, methodical. Like you go in knowing what to expect each time. And there's like a calendar that they follow. And um, I think I do appreciate that about Catholicism. I like the written out prayers. I like that it is rooted in a very old tradition. Um, I think at this point, it sometimes like brings me a sense of comfort, like those practices and those prayers and liturgies. So that's, I think, all I'll say about that. If you have more specific questions for me, then that is great. Um, and I would be happy to answer them. She also asks if it's sacrilegious for me to light a prayer candle. I got one as a gift in Secret Santa. I don't think it's sacrilegious. I'm very much into prayer candles. Um, 
And I think that it can be a very good thing, especially if it centers you or draws you into prayer. Another question. There's three more. Okay. Okay. This is future Leah talking into her phone because she did not like the first answer that she gave in the long recording. So here it goes. You have been doing manna every day since Leanne's sermon. What has this discipline of remembering taught you? I think that it moved me more towards sensing grace, which is a phrase that is not mine, but has been taken. Um, and you, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw this. Um, but being able to see the way in which God moves in the daily um, and seeing God's mystery and presence, even in small things, I think that it taught me during this chaotic time to slow down or at least like created a space for me to slow down and to think and to be thankful for the day um and maybe in that too like cultivated more an attitude of wonder in my life it also was a discipline that was one of the more consistent ones throughout this semester and so I am thankful for that and even though like it was something each day a small thing each day that I did or a practice each day that I did um, looking back it made a big difference I think on how I see how the semester panned out at this point of reflection. Tucker alum Broad Books asks um, where are you seeing God in Kirksville right now? I, I think that's kind of related to the manna question. Um, I just did, and some of you did 66 days of specifically calling out where we have seen God. I see God a lot in the sun, in the majestic sun, um, and interacting with people in laughter and also like I've seen God in how people have just shown up and shown up for me when I've been struggling um and sharing a meal with people that's those are some places in which I've seen God and then the last question what has been the biggest lesson you've learned in 2020 this is a hard one for me because I, I like we're still in it and I don't know that there has been a big overarching lesson. So I will just share a few little things or thoughts that I've had. So for me, what I've learned about myself is that I am more into structure than I thought and consistency that I thought and my fists were just more clenchy than I thought that they were humbling oh maybe the biggest lesson is about like humility um also thought a lot about like mercy along with the mana um project that mercy is abundant um i also realized that sometimes when i feel like i am not enough or what i am doing is not enough it's because I expect myself to be able to do what God can only do, a.k.a. I, my savior complex just kind of manifests. So basically pride, which is, yes, pride. So um, 
and how that is a devastating thing and the various ways in which pride manifests. I think those are things that I've noticed. Yes. Okay, those were the questions. Thank you so much for joining me along this reflective journey. Um, maybe some of these are questions you can ask yourself and reflect upon, especially as we've um, a uh, arrived at the end of the semester. I hope that you find some things to celebrate and that you celebrate very heartily. Um, peace. Goodbye. Happy 2020.